Betches Media presents. Will you suck? I'm in. To fix this water problem. Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in the room. And I, oh, goodbye, Kyle. At Betches. Rise and shine. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the At Betches podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, assistant editor at Betches and the face behind Bravo by Betches and the Mention It All podcast. I'm Sarah Levine, editor-in-chief at Betches.com and the co-host of Not Another True Crime podcast. And I'm Dana Samuel, community manager at Betches and the face behind You Up Instagram and When's Happy Hour Instagram. Guys, we have an exciting show today. Lots to talk about. Uh, First of all, a California wildfire that was sparked by a gender reveal party, which is my favorite kind of party, of course. Um, We have a a professor at George Washington University who canceled herself after admitting she has been pretending to be African-American. Lots of controversy. And we're going to discuss an article about people still getting FOMO in quarantine and whether that is real and how we feel about it. And more. Dana, before we get into today's show, can you tell us what's happening at Betches? Of course, as always, plugging the Bachelor Breakdown newsletter. Whether or not you're watching the show, you should subscribe to get all of the most dramatic and cringeworthy bits of Bachelor Nation and all the recaps when there are actual episodes on. If you're interested in subscribing, you can go to Betches.co slash Bachelor Breakdown and you'll get that in your inbox every Tuesday. We also have a brand new video series called Save 2020. It premiered today on the Betches IGTV. So we're posting new videos on Betches every Tuesday at 9 a.m. And it breaks down anything and everything you need to know about voting before the election in November. So our first episode today covers what the fuck is up with women's rights in 2020. And again, you can check that out on Betches or Betches Sup IGTV. And if you go to Betches.co slash save 2020, you'll find a direct link to your board of elections where you can make sure you have all your shit together and are ready to vote in November. Gotta say, I watched that first uh, Save 2020 video and I felt like I learned a lot. So go check it out. Guys, how was your long weekend? We just had Labor Day. Did you get up to anything exciting on your extra day off? Dylan, I saw you tweeted that... um, you're like, turns out a three-day weekend isn't relaxing when you drink too much and don't get any sleep. And I was like, that's real as fuck and get out of my brain. <laughs> yes. Also, retweet. Retweet that. <laughs> Painful <laughs> and stressful. Stressful. Okay, that's stressful. a good one. <laughs> Why is it stressful? I'm moving next week, so oh. just trying to... In the same building, so nothing too strenuous, but still figuring out how I'm going to get my 2,000-pound dresser upstairs without having to pay someone like $1,000 to do it. So, I think you just pay someone. Can you get a TaskRabbit? That's what, that's what I'm leaning towards, but now my roommate wants to cut in and like go half on. So it, it's just a lot, of, a lot of minute details that I need to figure out. <laughs> Interesting. That sounds like fun. Moving is like my greatest fear. Like I ended up staying in my apartment for another year because I didn't feel like moving because it was a pandemic, but like I totally could have moved. I just didn't want to. It was honestly pretty annoying. I just moved um, like maybe three weeks ago 
And I mean, just packing was annoying and unpacking, but now yeah. being in the new place, it's a lot better. So no regrets, just definitely some hassle. <laughs> I watched on Friday night, the new Mulan live action remake came out and I spent my $30 to unlock it on Disney+. Plus. Um, I actually enjoyed it. I don't know. I'm not like a big Disney remake person. Most of them kind of fall flat to me, but it was nice to have something exciting to watch. I've got to say, I feel like with those Disney remakes, they really can't win because either you end up with a shot for shot remake that is wholly unnecessary, like The Lion King, or you do like a Mulan and people are pissed that there's no Mushu, there's no songs. And yes, I'm speaking for myself when I say people. I am people. <laughs> <laughs> so was it was it worth the the thirty dollars? Do you think, Dill? Look, that is a, that's the thirty dollar question. I mean, it's tough. Like that feels like a lot of money to spend. But you know, I watched it with another person. It was like my Friday night entertainment in the real world. If the pandemic wasn't happening, I probably would have done something else on Friday night and spent twice that much. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not angry that I spent $30 to watch it. I'm not, it's not like my favorite movie I've ever seen. And I don't think I would do that. I don't know. There, like, maybe I'll rent like a couple of other movies like that this fall, but it's not like a weekly occurrence. Do you own it at least? Um, <laughs> I think once you pay, you do own it, but I, I bought it on the TV of, the person who I was hanging out with. So it's not even on my Disney plus account. No, Damn. <laughs> they got to Venmo you back that $30 because <laughs> like, how are they justifying that price? Because it's way more expensive than a movie ticket. And it's also more expensive than a DVD. You're also already paying to be on the platform. Yeah. <laughs> this is you a scam. Know, I can see if you have like a family, if for all of those people listening to this, who have like li- like two kids at home, I'm sure that's a, a lot of our demographic. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's a good family activity and it's certainly less expensive than like taking your family to the movies. I don't true. know. I mean, that's $30 true. is a lot. I'm not going to say it's not, but I'm not like, I don't regret it. Was it more or less expensive than Hamilton? That's my barometer. Well, Hamilton was Hamilton just on was, Disney Plus. Yeah. It's like free with disney okay. plus that's exactly okay. what i compared it to sarah so like, you're gonna give me this 300 a ticket broadway play for free but okay but not a okay i get it you know choices have been made <laughs> they had to recoup that money from like the box office somehow i know so. they spent a lot making it this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. So let's talk about the wildfire that's currently raging on in California that was started by a gender reveal party. They did one of those things where you like set off the firework basically and it like shoots blue or pink smoke into the air and they did it in a field of grass that was like four feet tall and surprise there was a fire so dumb Ugh, like okay i have a lot of thoughts the first one being that this has happened before this exact scenario has happened before and we clearly learned nothing (laughs) right and there's been all kinds of crazy gender reveal accidents from people who just keep trying to up the ante. Like, I think one time there was like a plane crash. We wrote this there article was. two years ago that actually is very timely now. One time there was a plane crash. One time there was like an accident with an alligator. I'm sure that was in Florida. <laughs> it's just like, people, stop doing it for the gram. It's- there is an upper limit. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like gender reveals were really like trendy in like 2000 maybe like 2015. I don't actually know because I wasn't really having friends with babies at that point. Not the demo. (laughs) But but it's like, I feel like there was a time when it was like, oh yeah, like everybody does something creative for their gender reveal. But now it's like, it's, we're in September of 2020 and you're still doing something that could cause a forest fire for your gender reveal. Like, especially when there's already so many fires already happening. Why would you even risk it? Why would you risk it? And also, it's just like, why are you just trying to raise the bar on a trend that, like, nobody fucking cares about anymore? Just, like, I don't know, post your sonogram, if that's how they determine those things, then go. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell I don't have any friends with kids? (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because the woman, so the woman who is kind of credited with starting the gender reveal back in 2008. She's like a blogger and she just had like a cake with whatever pink or blue frosting, I guess. And they cut into it. And she herself posted on Facebook yesterday and was like, guys, fucking stop. This is, this is bad. (laughs) It's gone way too far, way too far. I, I mean, why can't why did we have to go past desserts everyone wins when you're just doing a colored dessert yeah i don't see why we had to do anything more than just cut into a cake i like the cakes where the the stuff spills out the sprinkles those are fun yeah those are fun yeah i love those (laughs) um oh my god but hopefully people will just stop doing these because i feel like the, I mean, one of the bigger issues with these parties is, like, you have to bring a gift, right? Probably. I, I get. Again. It's just, like, this just my is, like, an annoying way to get even more gifts. Just have a baby shower and call it a day. If you, yeah. Right. Just Do tell it at people the baby what shower, you, if anything. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Just, and like, just cut into tell a them. cake. Maybe some balloons. Like, Maybe it's it, fine. It send a text saying what you have, what you're having. <laughs> maybe let everyone else be surprised just a text <laughs> also do you guys think that those parents are gonna tell that kid what they had done Sarah you <laughs> took the thought right out of my mind I was <laughs> thinking like I, this kid is coming out already hated by 
uh, like their family already hated my the state the of state Cal- of California. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, so Daddy set off the explosive in a in a field that was too dry, and then twenty thousand people had to evacuate. <laughs> Holy shit! I feel like these people are gonna get hit with like a very fun lawsuit. I oh. hope they do. Yeah, come on, like. <laughs> That's the least that you should get hit with. Like, maybe they'll I get mean, subpoenaed in like a fun way. It'll be a, it'll be like a you've got served reveal. You've oh my gosh! <laughs> They're like, what's the verdict? Yes. Gender's a social construct. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> um, We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase that's b-e-i-s travel.com slash betches listen we all know that scratchy pjs can make a cranky kid i want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning and that's why i snuggle them up in little sleepies little sleepies makes award-winning bamboo pjs that moms rave about I am said mom. I am obsessed with little sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable and it's limited edition. So everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. So then we also have this week, there was a crazy story about a professor at George Washington University who wrote a piece online basically announcing that she has been living a lie and pretending to be a Black woman and that she is going to cancel herself. And it really feels like Rachel Dolezal 2.0. but like, (laughs) It's, oh, it's so bad. I just, I was reading this article about her and the thing is she didn't just like 
she didn't just like tell a couple people that she was black at one point or like you know check the wrong box on a form she went through this journey of assuming all these different identities so she first claimed that she was of north african descent and then u.s rooted blackness and then caribbean rooted bronx blackness so she's gone through like a whole like four seasons of like pretending to be like different you know like categories of ethnicity and it's like girl you've you really fucked up here this is like taking your 23 and me where it says you're two percent like west african <laughs> to the extreme <laughs> so bad the Bronx one is maybe the one that gets me the most because she is from, she's a white Jewish woman from the suburbs of Kansas City. So. Yeah. Oh, good. Literally, Kansas is just the culture <laughs> where you're like, oh, you're white as fuck. <laughs> I think this is ridiculous. I, uh, that's all I have to say. I, <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. Um, and this is, I know a lot of people talk about like black fishing in regard to primarily influencers and bloggers and stuff being overly tan or wearing predominantly, you know, like black rooted hairstyles or something like that. But this is, I mean, personified, black fishing personified, literally pretending, telling people living your life as a black person and you're just not, I don't get it. It's, I mean, this is like, this is just so egregious because I also feel like she wrote like a number of books based on this identity that was not yeah. hers and like right. was a professor. Yeah, I feel like it's like obviously there are things that are just wrong and she did a lot of things that are just wrong, but the fact that she built an entire career on this identity that just isn't true, it's like how do you and you know, why? she's like in, why? she's 38 like, why? years old and she's just now being like, okay, so guys. I have something to say. So what do we think about the idea of canceling yourself before you can yourself get canceled? So, I mean, I had kind of read that she, this wasn't like someone who had all of a sudden realized that what she was doing was wrong and was having a come to Jesus moment. She was about to basically get exposed. And Uh I read that she tried to just get ahead of the narrative by exposing herself classic classic (laughs) just trying to save face you're trying to um take control of the narrative so that it sounds better it or at least i'm assuming from her her perspective sounds better if she comes clean she realizes this big mistake before people can shed her in as negative of a light as she should be shed for doing this so she's it's just trying to save face It's interesting because she doesn't really apologize per se. She talks about how she says, you should absolutely cancel me and I cancel myself. And she, you know, she acknowledges that she is, you know, doing something harmful. And she says it's not a public relations move, but she's never like, guys, I'm so, so sorry. Like, I hope I can make it up to you. It's just like, yeah, they did it. This was bad. I did it. I'm canceled. I know. I know. (laughs) It's so problematic, too. The whole professor bit really got me because, at least in my school, there were only a handful of Black professors, if that. 
And so sometimes as a black student, you want to go and talk to a professor, whether, you know, it's about your class or not, who can understand your experience as being a black student because they themselves were once a black student. So she's sitting here potentially being that quote unquote model for a black student. And here she is white as hell. That's like so fucked. That's like a whole extra layer that I didn't even think about. And it makes so much sense. You having been in that position as a black student looking up to those figures and potentially like going to them for these resources and the idea that she could have been in that position and like basically lied about, you know, oh, it's just, well, it's it just, makes me mad. Yeah. Like how can you, especially if you're in that kind of position and how do you just, you know, keep this con on for so long without ever feeling guilty and with, I don't understand that. It took yeah. you know, 38 years. <laughs> so clearly none of us are uh, on her side of this story. No, and she better not try to pull a Rachel Dolezal and come out with a documentary or a book. Oh my no. God. No. I watched that documentary and I wish I could have that hour and a half of my life back because it just, it wasn't even like, it, it wasn't even bad in an interesting way. It was like, this is a dumb movie. I'm ashamed to say... I also watched it on a plane. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. 
You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. The wrong plane movie selection. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say. Okay, so then we need to talk about this article about people allegedly still getting FOMO in quarantine, even though stuff is canceled. And so USA Today talked to some mental health professionals who are saying that the fear of missing out is still just as real, but that it's just coming from different places. And I want to know how we feel about this concept that FOMO is alive and well in 2020. Okay, so I have a take. I I think that like professionals and like experts try to they just try to like take these common terms and then just like expand it past something that's not like do you guys remember when they were trying to make breadcrumbing a thing which is when you like and it's like okay no you're just like coming up with new terms for shitty behaviors that have always existed you just like put a cute rebrand on it Mm -hmm. this feels similar because the in the article the examples that they pointed to were like oh now instead of getting fomo watching your friends go out you're getting fomo watching them bake sourdough bread and like wish you'd spent your time better and i'm like that's not fomo that's just like feelings of inadequacy and like let's chill yeah it was like oh i I have fomo because i'm sitting on my couch while these people are out on a hike you could have just as well gone out on a hike you just chose right not and there's I think there's a difference because it's like, you can still have regular ass FOMO in 2020. Like if I see four of my friends are hanging out in the park and I wasn't invited, that's, I can still have FOMO about that. And that's not just because the actual activity might be, you know, a 2020 approved activity doesn't mean that the feeling itself is something different. But if I see like, if I see somebody, you know, learned a language in quarantine and I'm like fuck I should have learned a language that's not FOMO that's just me being like damn I wish I did something else with my time <laughs> right like I don't wish I was over there with you making sourdough starters like oh, god no maybe sourdough I wish I kept a routine but that's not FOMO that that is just comparing yourself to other people definitely so they also in this article one of the people quoted talks about how now there are so many virtual events and Instagram lives and Zoom whatever's that there's so there's more to miss out on now and so you can have more FOMO because there's all of these things going on that you're not taking advantage of and I just think that is like so not what is happening with people right now no (laughs) people are choosing not to like everyone has access to an Instagram live you're just choosing not to do it that's not right. the Have same these people thing. been on Twitter? Like, we're sick of Zoom. <laughs> right, like, Instagram Live was played out in, like, beginning of May. It's not, 
Nobody here is sitting like, God damn, I wish I had spent my weekend watching more Instagram live cooking shows. Like, <laughs> Yeah. No, it's the same amount of activities as before, if not obviously less. They're they just are- all in front of you because you're on Instagram now. Right. And they also, in the article, talked about, I don't know if they were trying to coin it a new term or just using it as a comparison to FOMO called JOMO, the joy of missing out. And never in my life have I experienced that. Um, I, think the only, <laughs> oh, I, I think the only time that I would in the scope of 2020 is if, like going off of Dylan's example, if I see that a few of my friends were hanging out in the park, I wasn't invited. And then a week later, they all have COVID. Then I'll have major Jomo. That's true. That's a okay, good but point. have you ever like gone to a party or decided to like not go to a party and then it, or like a night out with your friends and it ended up being a total shit show? Like Amanda's throwing up. Like one girl loses <laughs> her phone. Like that's when I have Jomo. I'm like, that's, thank God I do not have to deal with that. That's fair. I will say that. Yeah, it's like there are there are nights when it's like I'm glad I stayed in bed because I'm looking at like the Instagram stories and it just looks like exhausting. And I'm like, you know, I made the right choice. I feel really good about that. And it probably wasn't that fun. But yeah, I feel like 2020, it's like the actual like now that people are doing stuff and it's not like March and April when you can't leave your house. I feel like the actual concept of FOMO really isn't different now the activities they're just changed so to act like FOMO is some like thing that's shifted and evolved it's like no people are still just like hanging out with their friends <laughs> yeah also I have FOMO of like everyone in other countries who's able to live semi-normally so that's yeah, what I have FOMO don't of. even get me started <laughs> I have FOMO of all these celebrities who can magically go wherever they want to go and they're like we we got tested <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. just not even foam. That's like just them not caring. Yeah. You know, sometimes I wish I could turn off the part of my brain that's like stressed about the pandemic and just be like, yeah, yeah I went on this vacation. What about it? Yeah. Imagine being able to turn off a part of your brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'd sleep so yeah. well. <laughs> it's like 11 p.m. I'm like, turn off overthinking. Yeah. <laughs> That would indeed be nice. <laughs> yeah, someone needs to invent that. I feel like that would be how much would that sell for? That would be like a million dollars, realistically. Oh, easily, <laughs> easy. Um, so I guess, do you feel like you, do you have like regrets about how you've spent your pandemic time, or do you generally feel like pretty chill about you know what you've done with the last six months? I think it depends on the day, really. It's sort of like a day-by-day feeling for me. Some days I'm hanging on by a thread and I'm genuinely like, way to successfully write that newsletter today, girl, and that's it. But then other days I'm like, okay, you were kind of a lazy piece of shit and for what? There was no reason for you to be in bed all day. But I think it's, I think especially at the beginning, people set, sent, uh, put too much pressure on being overly productive until quarantine is fully over and everything. So I had all these like loose goals or things, ambitions that I wanted to do that over time, just like, okay, yeah, that's really unrealistic. So these days it's just, it's just getting through the day. I feel good. That's fair. I feel like here's my hot take. I don't really like to travel that much to begin with. So I'm kind of like, 
I don't think I would have been doing a whole lot different this summer. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you all. Yeah. I'm getting a little bit tired of Astoria Park, but <laughs> it is okay. what it is. <laughs> yeah. Better than I, I kind of agree. I like I like traveling a lot, but I'm not one of those people who can be out of the city every weekend and like that is just exhausting to me. So even in a normal summer when there's people who are doing weekend trips like most weekends in the summer, I'm like, damn, like don't you want to just lay in bed? Like come on. Yeah. Or yeah. enjoy so, the city when it's not like cold as fuck. That yeah. is true. It was beautiful. Like last night, it was beautiful at like 7 p.m. I just went for a nice little walk. And if I was like, you know, at the beach the whole weekend, I would be, you know, coming back and sunburned and hungover and tired and, you know, still tired and was still like not feeling great yesterday. But, you know, it's there are levels. We're all just yeah, doing our best. Yeah, it's all about what you, what you put into it to get there. <laughs> I didn't even think about the traveling aspect. I... I love to travel, but um, I, <laughs> I do enjoy it, but I agree. I didn't even think of that. I agree. Even when I can, I usually don't leave the city that frequently. It's just the fact that I can't at all or go to the countries where people are waiting for me on the other side of the border that I'm not allowed to enter. That's the part that's bothering me is the unknowing of when I'll be able to see those people again, you know? Yep. But that's makes it. sense. Yeah, I feel I feel bad. Australia is like very, very locked down. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Uh, guys, this has been fun. I feel like we covered some important topics. We got real about our quarantine mindset. You know, <laughs> little therapy session. Right. <laughs> when this is over, I'm going to continue to not do anything with my life. <laughs> Pretty much, you know, we we only have like an hour left ish in the work day. You know, it's 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 all good. We're gonna make it through. <laughs> Guys, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow me on Instagram at Dylan Hafer, on Twitter at the Dylan Hafer, and follow at Bravo by Betches because it's a fun time. Dana, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at D Michelle One L Four E's and follow <laughs> <laughs> and make sure to follow when's happy hour spelled when's happy hr and you are podcast amazing you can follow me on instagram and twitter at sarah lameem and follow the true crime instagram at natc pod thanks so much everyone bye betches